crypto land my name is phil this is the fun with crypto podcast we are in season two and this is episode 20. well i hope everybody's had a great week we've got another awesome interview tonight joining us we have the bitcoin rabbi he's got a great book out that explains bitcoin really simply so simple a kid can understand it which is totally awesome here's my interview with the bitcoin rabbi all right, Cryptoland, here we are. We've got another great interview. And with us, we've got the Bitcoin Rebbe, or the Bitcoin Rabbi, however you want to pronounce it. Um, that's how you can find him on Twitter. And he also wrote a incredible Bitcoin book uh, called Bitcoin Money, A Tale of Bitville Discovering Good Money. I actually didn't find him through his book. I actually uh, found him through a lot of his uh, posts on Twitter and it was just, um, you know, they're like, they're very down to earth and I, I just appreciated his material. So I'm really happy that uh, he can join me on my show. And without further ado, Bitcoin Rabbi, how you doing? Hey, thank you so much. I'm really glad to be on the show and I appreciate uh, those are some very uh, kind words. Uh, I, I said, you know, uh, some rabbis have uh, big synagogues with uh, several several uh, hundreds of congregants um but i uh, have my uh, my community is my twitter congregation and i try and put out messages that i think are uh you know universal and kind of uh, upbeat and so i i you know that can speak to anybody of you know different religions and different backgrounds and stuff so i love thank you for uh you know thank you for for listening and reading and uh, having me on that's awesome. And and I truly appreciate it. Um, okay, so look, I mean, I, I think I, all the listeners want to know, I definitely want to know, um, what is the what is the rabbit hole story? How does the Bitcoin rabbi become the Bitcoin rabbi? Well, okay, so first I, you start off as a rabbi. That's <laughs> definitely the, the first step, which is I, I am an ordained rabbi. Uh, I uh, lived and uh, in Israel for uh, four years, where I studied in yeshiva, which is a rabbinical school, and um, was ordained as a did the study and passed the test, and was ordained as a rabbi. Um, and I have been a teacher. I teach in a Jewish school for the past uh, six or seven years. Um, so that's uh, how I fulfill my capacity. I'm not like a a pulpit rabbi with a position. Um, you know, with my own synagogue, but I am, I do, uh, you know, I serve on the board of a synagogue and I kind of help out uh, where I'm needed there. Um, so I always, uh, you know, had an interest in, um, I guess you could say like libertarian leaning uh, philosophy of um, freedom and free markets. And uh, a lot of that can be found in uh, in Jewish uh, legal texts. Um, there are uh, there's the Talmud, which is the book which goes through all of the various uh, agricultural laws and financial laws and all of those things. And I noticed that there is a lot of uh, legalistic things about property and anywhere in the Torah where uh, money is mentioned, it's you know hard assets like gold and silver. Um, so from a Jewish perspective, I kind of thought that, you know, sound money uh, was a, uh, a, a virtuous uh, thing to have. Um, you know, it leads to uh, long-term uh, 
a low time frame pre preference, um, although I didn't have that vocabulary when I was just uh, contemplating these things. Um, so that kind of my, you know, my background, it was, it was, I wouldn't say that every single rabbi and every single person who interprets the Torah is going to, to comment it this way, but that's how I uh, definitely saw it. And that's just the way that my mind worked. Um, so in the, I guess in the earlier days of Bitcoin, I did not have any, uh, you know, even word of it. The only thing is that I maybe saw like a headline uh, at, at some point during a crash, uh, you know, Bitcoin, Internet, you know, play money is uh, is uh, crashing <laughs> uh, suicide hotlines. Your life is more important than 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 Internet magical money. Um, so that didn't really interest me that much at the time. Um, I didn't really look into it much more than then. Um, and then it was really in the uh, run up in uh, 2017 that I was started, you know, paying attention to it. Uh, my older brother uh, who, who lives in Israel and um, he is in the tech community uh, there in uh, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv is a very high tech community and also very crypto focused community um, as well. Uh, a lot of projects coming out of Israel. And so he introduced me to uh, Bitcoin. And boy, when when you realize, uh, you know, six hours into Andreas Antonopoulos videos, what's you know how that this actually works and that it's real <laughs> and that there's a limited supply and that it's you know going to change everything. Uh, it is it's quite mind blowing. So I just I really, really love the idea um, and, uh, you know, just started learning everything that I could. I followed. Uh, so I got in really after the um, UASF. So like after the, the split, uh, you know, the, the hard fork and and Bcash and all of that. But I did um, was really there during the like um, S2X uh, movement. And I just couldn't, you know, it was so hard to find out what was going on and what everything meant. And that's when I really like put my head into it and was like, I've got to figure this out. And that's when I got, you know, started understanding nodes and how the decentralization worked. And so I just kept you know, the more you learn about it, the more exciting it is, like the more there is. Um, and then this whole year was, uh, you know, or 2018 and uh, late 2019 was figuring out Lightning Network. And uh, so I've got my node up uh, for for I, I, I had my own uh, Lightning node that I got from uh, Pierre Richard's nodes la node launcher. And then when I had to uh, set up my website to start accepting payments to sell this book, I uh, actually set up a BTC pay save BTC pay server, um, which was amazing for me because I'm not an extremely technical person, not a coder, not a command line uh, kind of guy. So uh, the fact that I was able to do it with like, minimal uh, difficulty and with some uh, very generous help of um, people like uh, Nicola Doria and uh, you know the whole community there, um, it's just been it's been a lot of fun and so. I've got to meet a bunch of people and I, I, I like, uh, so that's it. You start off as a rabbi and then, uh, I, I just have been really, uh, loving uh, the Bitcoin community and I've loved the, uh, like embrace you could say of a lot of people in the community. I, I went to a meetup in, uh, the NYC Bitcoiners, uh, meetup in, uh, you know, in Brooklyn, actually a few weeks ago and it was so uh generous of them actually it usually is on a friday night which is the sabbath which i don't uh go out or you know use electronics or anything like that 
Um, and so they moved it to a, a Sunday evening. They, they put it on a Sunday at a kosher oh, restaurant awesome. and had me and I have to meet a bunch of Bitcoiners and that's just been great. And I will be going to my second thing. I'm going to the, um, to the magical crypto conference, uh, in like a week and a half. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be meeting a, a lot more people. So it's just, yeah, it's been, it's been a great ride. And, uh, I try to combine my, you know, knowledge of Judaism and Torah and my knowledge of Bitcoin and see where they overlap and see what things I can teach Bitcoiners about interesting things that Judaism kind of perspective has to have and teach uh, Bitcoiners about, uh, te- rather teach uh, Jewish people uh, in my community uh, the interesting technological and economic things that Bitcoin has to offer. That's really, really amazing. And it, it totally sounds like, so it, it actually sounds like you and I came in to the space at around the same time uh, because I came in right before the uh, the Bcash fork. So that was like uh, probably before we hit the run up, like let's say the four to $700 region of Bitcoin um, before it really started to, to take off. Yeah, when it hit, I think when it hit, when it was passing like 1K is when uh, my brother like really uh, was like, hey, you got to check this out. It's it's uh, it's going crazy. But um, I, I also noticed that you mentioned, so it's interesting that you mentioned low time preference, right? Because of course, I, I as well, it's not, it wasn't part of my vocabulary before I got into, into Bitcoin. But to your, you know, to your point, let's just say, it's it's always something that you've had. It's it's something that maybe you were taught or that you learned, and now we're just able to put a la- like a name to it, you know. Yeah, but I you know it, absolutely, and um, but I you don't even realize also how uh, fiat money has an effect on it, and I didn't really think about it. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Saifedina Moose's book, The Bitcoin Standard. Oh, um, yeah. It was very influential uh you know and uh i mean that i've got that book i also really i mean he won't be so happy that i'm uh, that i'm a big fan of his book or that rather i i think that it influenced me but i really like um peter schiff's book have you ever read um how an economy grows and why it crashes it's like a comic book slash kind of thing that was very influential to me and it's also about hard money and about fiat and you know banks and that kind of thing yeah, no, I, I unfortunately haven't read uh, Peter Schiff's work, but uh, I have read the Bitcoin Standard, and of course I have a copy. So yeah, his uh, his book is definitely like I, I think it's going to be one of those things going forward that you know anybody who starts their their journey not only reads the white paper and not only like reads the uh, you know the Bitcoin talk, you know the exchanges from Satoshi himself, but also ends up having to read the Bitcoin Standard. <laughs> Well, I'm uh, yeah, and I hope that uh, that anybody you know who is who doesn't have the the time or isn't yet dedicated to reading the 250 pages or give or take of the Bitcoin Standard will at least start with uh, my book with Bitcoin Money, which is doesn't cover all of those things in depth, but I think that it kind of paints a a similar picture of uh, you know it tells it answers the question. This is what I tried to. Um, to put in the book was why Bitcoin? Why is this thing Bitcoin? And why would it be? Why is it good money? And so it starts with, you know, what is money? Why do we need money? What makes good money? How did we get to, uh, you know, the system that we're in now? 
and what are the advantages and disadvantages of fiat and how does Bitcoin solve that, um, Bitcoin in particular. Uh, so that is um, that's what I go through in my book and it really started from uh, when I um, what I've been doing over the past year really was uh, building a, a speech um, a presentation rather that I give to uh, like youth groups, college groups um, of Jewish organizations. I've given it a few times now um, called Bitcoin and Judaism. And so the main thing really is uh, that I uh, it, the, the main thing that talks about is like, well, how do we get to this uh, financial system that we're in now? And uh, so I go through the history of money and all of that the history of money and Jewish law. And so that's uh, I had all of these ideas and going through Safe Dean's book. And then I was like, you know what? I've got this condensed down to like a presentation that I can do for college students. Let me try and condense it down even more because I've got a, I've got five kids. Uh, the oldest one is seven years old. And so I actually her birthday is uh, today. Um, and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She just turned seven. Happy so, uh, yeah. And uh, so I, you know, I talk to the kids all the time about Bitcoin. They, you know, they see it, they know it. And I wanted to take these ideas and like really compress it down to a level that both my seven-year-old can understand, but also my, uh, my, you know, senior father who can also understand who he he's told me he, that uh, he, I, he was able to understand Bitcoin better by reading this little kid's book than me trying to, to, you know, knock it into his head for the past two years. So that was a great uh, compliment, I thought. Oh, that that's absolutely awesome. So, um, so tell me, uh, your, uh, you know, the uh, the book that you wrote, because that's actually what I was going to, uh, that's actually what I was going to touch on next: Bitcoin Money, a tale of Bitville discovering good money. Um, so, okay, what, you know, what really drove you to to write that book? Yeah, I mean, it's I felt that there was nothing in the space. I actually that that did it. I mean, there are some uh, cute and beautiful uh, children's books about Bitcoin if you look on Amazon, but they're kind of stories that have Bitcoin in them. And I wanted a book that was an explainer about Bitcoin in a similar way that the Bitcoin standard uh, does that, it, that it tries to explain the, the how we got to the money system that we're in now and the faults of it and explain that in a way that little kids could could get. So it starts with, uh, you know, it's a it's a story. It's a it's like an allegory um, about these kids in a little town named Bitville. And it goes through like economic principles that uh, I think are uh, like inherent to most people that they can understand, like specialization. It starts off with the, the idea that each kid has some special talent um, that they can do um, entrepreneurship and um, also charity and um, and. And then uh, explains barter and uh, the attributes of money, like divisibility, um, portability, uniformity, um, uh, what else? Uh, durability, and I'm forgetting one or two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but still, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and limited supply, I guess, is the most <laughs> arguably <laughs> one of the most important ones. Um, so you know, it goes through that, and then a few boys. Uh, realize you know get realize that they can just print their own money 
and uh, things things go pretty uh, awry from there. Um, so like, and then I even I address like altcoins and you know trying to explain why I think Bitcoin is is really the solution at least from a monetary sense. I mean, people can do whatever they want and try and figure out. Uh, whatever other things they want to do. But from monetary sense, uh, I think that Bitcoin solves that problem. So that's what I want to do. I wanted to make a book that anybody can pick up. It's a one sitting book. It's a it's a five to ten minute read that, uh, you know, uh, you can read if you're seven years old, if you're or if you're nine years old. And if you've never heard of Bitcoin before, you'll get up from there and say, you know, I don't know if I am 100 percent into it, but I understand why somebody is. I understand why now somebody believes Bitcoin. I I really think it's amazing. And I you know what? Um, I don't know if you know who Dan Held is. You probably do. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just from just from Twitter, Dan Heddle. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has uh, written on Twitter. Yeah, I do. I like his I, I like his uh, his writings. I, you know, I follow him. I, you know, I quote unquote Twitter like his stuff a lot. That's awesome. And and I do as well. And uh, one of the things that um, he mentioned was the uh, the narrative compression. And he believes that uh, one of the things that he believes is that, you know, when the when the the narrative for Bitcoin gets compressed enough that that's when, you know, like the most people are going to get it and it, it's it's going to reach kind of that that moment. And I, I think that the uh, the work that you produced is in that spirit in compressing that narrative and and making it easier for the average person because look you know i think you said it yourself you know it's like you you shouldn't you shouldn't have to be an it guy to to be able to get into bitcoin you know like yeah you, 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 or or in a or a or an economist uh you know professor yes. as well i mean i think that's that right. the idea is so basic i mean think about if you were to ask people to choose what kind of money they would like to choose for themselves. Nobody would ever vote for fiat. I mean, it's just, it's kind of a ridiculous uh, thing to say. I mean, nobody ever voted for it in the first place. You know, it was kind of a a, a thrust upon the world. Uh, So given when people really understand it, uh, which I think it's just natural, they just need to have the words in front of them. uh, They'll choose the, the money that's better because it's just so simple. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And and to your point, if somebody is presented with the truth about fiat, you know, or the truth about any inflationary currency versus a deflationary currency, I, I, I think that, you know, they'll make the they'll make the decision to have something that has lasting value or at least preserves its value for them in the future. So, yeah, totally. Um, okay. Well, look, let me, uh, let me ask you this now. How long have you been running your node for? Well, let's see my, my Bitcoin node started probably right after the, uh, the failure of, um, of S2X when, uh, Segwit2X was called off. Cool. That's because uh, I never, I didn't, I, I didn't signal or anything. I, I didn't, I didn't fully understand at that point. But, but in that, in the heat of that was when I was really researching, trying to understand. So shortly after that time is when I started running, you know, just my own node uh, on my, um, you know, on my, on an external hard drive next to my laptop. And then 
it basically sat there not doing much for a year until uh, Pierre's node launcher, which then added a lightning node to your regular node, um, to your Bitcoin core node. So once I had lightning, then I was doing a lot of experimenting and, you know, opening up channels. And so that was, I guess, December of 2018, I think is when he launched that. And now I'm on my, uh, I've had the fun experience of setting up my uh, BTC pay server node uh, that is powering my online store. And it's been a great experience. And also seeing not besides just running the node and opening channels and getting liquidity and, uh, and, you know, seeing, setting that all up. I've also got to see like how people actually using lightning network. I mean, it's amazing. People are making uh, like hundred dollar payments uh, on lightning, you know, routing, like doing a few hops even. And uh, so seeing that it's actually working and that people want to do it, like they, people get a real kick out of uh, doing uh, lightning payments. So a lot of people have been purchasing the book with lightning and it's been fun to watch that. That that's really fantastic. I, I'm going to go and definitely check out your, uh, check out the book. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to, I mean, we can mention it later, but I'll just oh. say now it's uh, bitcoinmoneybook.com. Uh, anyone can pick it up there. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's us, Canada, Mexico, uh, Europe, Australia, most, most countries, um, uh, you know, based on where I can ship to. And it's also on Amazon. If you just look up Bitcoin money book or Bitcoin children's book, you'll find it pretty, uh, pretty easily. We're going to uh, also provide a link to the uh, to the book in the uh, show notes as well. Great. And, um, so let me ask you this, uh, because like you were talking about opening channels, I, I also uh, I have a, a Casa node and I have um, three light uh, raspy blitzes, which one of them is is in a bad, bad state right now. And the other one is still brand new and coming online. So I've got two raspy blitzes online. Oh, that's uh, great. But um I so let me ask you this: How do you uh, how do you find your uh, your experience with uh, with doing the payments? I mean, you know, like I've I've done a couple of different ones, like for the Boltathon. Um, I, I got tickets to that, and I got to watch some some speakers, you know, and that went really smoothly. So, uh, how do you yeah. find your experience? So it's gotten so much better over even just over the past few months. Um, you know, when I my first experience was. I had to go out and buy some Blockstream stickers. You know, that was like the first uh, first thing that was uh, available. On, I mean, besides, I guess I might have uh, might have drawn on uh, Satoshi's place first, but actually, I wanted to get something tangible. You know, I wanted to have hold something in my hands that I paid for with Lightning. So I bought those stickers yes. and was very excited about that. Um, <laughs> And I, I hope that people are feeling the same way. I th I'm pretty sure that I have gotten responses from people saying that buying my book with Lightning is the first physical, tangible thing that they are getting. Um, so I was surprised by how much uh, inbound liquidity that I would be getting because with Lightning to receive payments, you have to have. Uh, inbound liquidity. So you start off with zero when you just open up a new node, and then you have to basically either trade with people or you can uh, buy some liquidity. So I went way overboard and I got like uh, 50 million Satoshis or something of, of inbound liquidity. And 
um, which is about half, that's half a Bitcoin. So like, you know, $2,000 worth. And then I thought that what would happen is that people would buy the book and I would lose liquidity every time someone would buy it. But because for every, let's say every five people that would buy it on Lightning, one would open up a channel with me. So I actually have more inbound liquidity now than what I started with because I started with like five or six uh, channels opened up to me and now I have like, I don't know, 10 or something. Um, maybe 10 or 15. So that has been, yeah, that's been, that has been no problem. That's been a real, I haven't had any complaints from it. And I mean, the, the orders have been coming through, like I, I see them. So that's been really cool. And I mean, the, at least with the, the way I've been doing BTC pay server uh, is with the Luna node setup. Luna node is uh, a um, virtual machine, uh, you know, a server that you can do. It's, I think it's $8 a month, but you get, $20 free credit when you sign up. So like you get the first two months free basically. And, uh, it's like a one click thing. I really thought it was going to be complicated. And I thought I was going to, you know, I did not think that I was in the realm of doing it. So originally what I was planning on doing was using the service called, um, open node, which is, seems like it's a fantastic service. It basically yeah. is a, uh, you know, it's a hosted, um, lightning node that, uh, or a custodial lightning node that they receive the pro- payments for you and, and do it. And so I started off with that. They seem like a fantastic company. Um, and I actually had them as uh, a backup. So at, like when I needed to restart my uh, BTC pay server, I had them up, you know, or that for somebody couldn't get a routing at one point, I did have one complaint. And uh, so I just turned that on. Um, so I think both are fantastic options. You know, if, if you're, uh, if somebody is afraid of setting up their BTC pay server, um, setting up open node is like a great option as well. And then you still can, if you've got your home lightning node, you can receive lightning payments to it as well. So you're still, you know, everyone's still using lightning. Um, so it still is like helping with the, uh, expansion of the network. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, let me ask you this. Do you have any, uh, what advice do you have for anybody just getting into the, uh, into the space? You know, like if they're, if they're thinking about starting out in Bitcoin and they're totally confused, like what, what would you tell them? <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, I recommend people to only stay with Bitcoin. Don't get distracted. There are a million, uh, you know, uh, false gods had to try and sell you uh and everything so i everyone i talk to it's i I, it's that's one of the most disappointing things uh about the space is having that you have to spend so much time dissuading people from the three thousand other projects that are out there and explain why bitcoin is you know what to be focused on so that's one thing um be humble you know listen uh you know there i'm sure there are great lists of uh, Twitter lists of people to follow who are, you know, fantastic, uh, resources of knowledge. I mean, uh, just, you know, Dan Held is great. Um, uh, Jameson Lopp, all of his material is fantastic. Um, you know, there are tons other, I don't want to just start naming names cause I'll <laughs> name some and forget others, but those are, those are, you know, two that I just cut off the top of my head, um, as well as many others. Uh, that's a great, you know, you, what's fantastic is at this point, I don't know if it always was, you know, five years ago in Bitcoin cause I wasn't there, but now there's so much information 
and so much, you know, so much great, as much as there's, you know, uh, distracting information, there's also, if you can stay focused, there is, uh, you know, excellent information. Um, so, you know, stay humble, uh, uh, you know, try and learn. And that's really what I, I mean, I started my, uh, you know, the Bitcoin rabbi, uh, kind of, uh, presentation and identity, uh, in, the the end of 2018 but i even though i had been already in the space or you know following the space for over a year um because i wasn't i wasn't ready to spout out ideas yet because i was still really i mean i'm still learning and still listening and um you know i i don't try and make myself out as an expert uh i mean you know, I've learned a lot in the past, you know, in, in the <laughs> two years of, of following this space. I, I say, you know, I'm, I'm not the, the, I'm not the biggest Bitcoiner. I'm not the biggest rabbi, but <laughs> I, I am right now. I think I've got this niche position where I've, uh, you know, got the, the, the ideas of both. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and yeah, and you do, you definitely do. So if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody wants to reach you, what, uh, what would you say is the easiest way? Um, to reach me, I'm, I'm like on Twitter a good amount, I, six days a week, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't roll on Shabbos, uh, so you won't see me on, on Shabbos. Um, and, Big Lebowski uh, I, reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, you know, I go offline. Uh, I, t- I turn my website actually, off, or at least I turn the checkout off um, because I don't do business on Shabbos. Uh, so, um, but you know, you find me on Twitter at the Bitcoin Rabbi. Um, my website is the Bitcoin. Ra- Every place that I am is the Bitcoin Rabbi. So that's uh, you know the BitcoinRabbi.com at the Bitcoin Rabbi, and there you can you know you find my find my book, find my video of my presentation. Um, you know, any I. I like to talk to people. I like to interact. I've had like, like I said, you know, overwhelmingly and exceedingly positive interactions with uh, people in the community. So uh, I like, I like talking to different kinds of people about uh, different things. And I like to, you know, uh, I like to have a positive view of, uh, of the Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin industry and of, you know, the future. And I think that's, uh, I think that's one thing that really drew me to Bitcoin also is that Bitcoin is something that if the, in the eyes of all the people who are behind it, who, you know, who are long Bitcoin are, is that this will make a better, brighter, more prosperous, more peaceful world. Like that's the goal here. And I just love that that's, that's totally what, you know, agreed. I mean, I think that, you know, some people are in it, you know, that I want to get rich, but I, that's more, maybe more in, uh, in, in other of the, in the clue, in the general crypto space. But I think the real people that like that believe in Bitcoin believe that this is a positive, if it works, I mean, you know, it's anything could happen and everyone's got to be, uh, safe uh, with their, you know, with their finances. But, uh, if it works, the way that uh, that some people dream it, it can be it's it's a positive you know a positive view of the future and so that's that's also something that i like and you know and that if, if i can help that kind of move along uh that kind of fits in with everything else that i try to do in my life totally agreed and thank you so much for taking the time to uh to be with us tonight i really appreciate it Thank Um, you. Thank you for having me.
I'm going to post the uh, the link to your website in the show notes, and I'm also going to provide the uh, you know your uh, your Twitter handle so people can get in touch with you. And, awesome, that's great. And I hope uh, I can have you again. Yeah, I'd be. Oh, I you know we'll see. I was talking to somebody about uh, maybe the next book has to be something about you know. Charlie's private keys, you know, kind of go, uh, the, the, the first, the Bitcoin money book is like an overview of Bitcoin, but I've, we'll see, uh, now that, now that we've got, uh, the, the story, people have been, uh, asking about, uh, you know, a few of the people have been asking about, uh, uh, translations and about, you know, what's coming next. So we'll see, but, uh, I, if, whenever we got a next project, I'd love to talk to you again. Thank you very, very much for, uh, for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me. I hope everybody enjoyed the interview. If you want to reach out to me on Twitter or Telegram, I'm at CoinIcarus. If you want to reach me by email, I'm funwithcrypto at protonmail.com. And I'm going to list in the show notes the Bitcoin Rabbi's website and his Twitter handle in case you want to get in touch with him. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you all next time.